Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a widely in-demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. One of the things that I really hate about entrepreneurship is that just by default, we tend to all compare ourselves to everybody else, right? Especially comparing ourselves to people that are highly successful, or at least that's what we think. That's what it looks like on social media. So we're especially comparing ourselves to people that appear to be highly successful, that are probably our direct competitors, or at least on some way, shape or form, we're competing for a similar audience. And it becomes this like internal struggle, where we try and figure out how can we stand out, right? How can we differentiate ourselves so that we're no longer really competing, where it doesn't even matter what the other person is doing it, because we're We're literally killing it in our own space, in our own right. But then the other side of the struggle is, oh, well, if this isn't working for me, then what's working for them? And we go into total like stealth little sleuth mode and we start creeping the shit out of their social media, their website and try and figure out what is it that they're doing that's working so freaking well. And once we hopefully find it, well, how can I either replicate it or add my own twist or do my own version of that so that I can get just as successful as they are? The problem here is that more often than not, we start making decisions that aren't actually aligned. They're not things that we're meant to be doing. We don't feel super excited about it or like we're meant to be doing it. We don't have these cool ideas that are just like, oh, like that is meant to freaking be. No, we're making decisions on how we need to show up, how we need to market, how we need to structure our offers and our systems and our back end based on what other people are doing. And what ends up happening uh, happening a lot here is that we take on a lot of different tools, a lot of different tasks that we were never meant to be taking on, at least at this time, in the first place. This can look like starting to feel the need to expand your marketing before you're even ready. So kind of ironic, right? Like I'm the freaking queen of visibility. I'm always talking about expansion, whether that's expanding your marketing, your brand, your visibility, and basically being that go-to person that everybody sees out everywhere, right? Like whether they hear you on a podcast being interviewed by somebody that they respect and trust and look up to and consume a lot of content from, or whether they now see you on Pinterest and on TikTok, and then, oh my God, your reel went viral right like we definitely want to like build a super vibey brand that people are obsessed with and that they see everywhere so whenever they think of whatever problem they're having inside of their business and the solution they're looking for becomes investing in us with that said it's very different to be choosing to expand your brand in specific ways because you want to and because it's the right move for you versus doing it because you just assume that it's what's going to fix everything for you right and what's going to make you just as successful as sarah over there who's freaking killing it and is basically has the same business as you do right um very freaking different so now what ends up happening is 
you're on a million freaking platforms because you were trying to do the right thing. You were trying to expand and get seen and basically do more lead gen, right? Like attract more people into your community who are looking to invest in your exact offers. But now you're spreading yourself really freaking thin because you haven't given yourself the opportunity to really connect with how you show up and create content within each one of these platforms. Instead of doing that, instead of like jumping the gun and trying to be literally everywhere, I would actually recommend that you start with very small steps. And as you get familiar and comfortable with one platform and you start seeing traction with it, you start having fun and it becomes this much like easier task as opposed to a very daunting and like time consuming one then you can add another platform. And as you continue to expand platform by platform, and let's say you start building a team, you start delegating, maybe you start outsourcing, then now you have even more capacity and resources to expand even further and kick it up a notch, right? At this point, you're literally going to be everywhere. But if you're not in those positions where you're giving yourself the time to get familiar with them, build that traction, start seeing results and momentum with one, two, three platforms at a time, then you're honestly just wasting your time. I do an audit inside of my business, like not on purpose, like I don't schedule it or anything, but I feel like it at least happens once a year where I look at all my marketing and I try and decide what's actually working for me. Like, what do I look forward to doing? And what am I just kind of like chugging along because I think that I have to. And whenever I figure out those platforms or those little like tasks that I'm doing that are just not serving me, at least not now, then I frigging ditch them because it's not worth wasting all that time and energy in something that you don't enjoy and that's not doing anything for your bottom line, right? It's not getting you the right exposure. It's not getting you in front of the right people. It's not attracting anybody that's looking to invest. It's not making you any money. So why give it your time and your energy when you're getting nothing in return? Literally, when was this? Like a month or two, give or take. I did this. I looked at some of my marketing, uh, thanks to my wife, actually, because she kind of brought it up since she's in charge of Pinterest, um, managing my Pinterest account. And when we first started with Pinterest, it was doing really well. Like we were gaining a lot of traction, seeing a lot of traffic and all that kind of stuff. But in all honesty, there had been a lot of changes in like within Pinterest and the algorithm. And I don't know what else, like all the Pinterest experts were blowing up social media, complaining about how everything kept changing. And there were all these glitches and stuff was getting flagged incorrectly and suspended. And the reach wasn't as good as it once was and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I'm Pinterest is still an incredible platform. I have friends and clients who primarily run their business through Pinterest marketing, right? So it's still an incredible platform. However, with all those glitches and all that struggle that we started to face that so many other people were facing, we realized that Pinterest was actually not the best platform for us at this time. One of the reasons being that I always had the intention to get into blogging, but I never actually did it. 
So without the blogging, with these glitches, with the fact that we weren't having as much fun with the platform, it was just like, you know what, even if we're still getting traffic, like to this day, I get notifications on my phone all the freaking time, how people are repinning my stuff. People sometimes are like clicking through and still landing on my website and my content. Um, I have this one like expert in the um, online space. It's probably not them. It's probably like their social media manager or like their Pinterest manager. But I get notifications from them almost every day where they're repinning my content. So clearly the content's good if this other expert in the online space is like resharing it to their community. But no matter what those things are, no matter the validation that I'm receiving, like literally last month, I received a DM from somebody like liking all my Instagram content and being like, oh my God, like I'm so excited. I just found you through Pinterest, blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. But it's just not the right return for the amount of energy that we're putting in. So we had to make that executive decision to ditch Pinterest. And honestly, I haven't looked back. I'll probably go back to Pinterest at some point because it is a powerful, passive and organic way of directing traffic to your website, your content, and then your offers. Like it's freaking amazing. But for now, for this stage of my business, it is not serving me, not the way that I want it to. So why waste that time, right? Instead, I can spend my time more wisely on the platforms that I'm freaking pumped about, the ones that are like landing clients left, right, and center, or the ones that are just like gaining more traction, right? Allowing me to connect with people in a more like meaningful and intentional way. And that's going to be more powerful and it's going to help the bottom line for the business way more than spending time on stuff that isn't actually helping, right? So like when looking at your own business, you need to do that same kind of audit. You need to look at the platforms that you're on. Like, are you on Pinterest, but you're not actually using it? Are you on Facebook, but you're not actually using it? Are you on Instagram, but you're not actually using it? Like, are you on email marketing, but you're not sending out weekly emails? Like, do all those assessments and figure out what's working and what's not. Maybe something's not working right now and you can have, let's say you have the capacity and you can figure out a way to make it work. I think there's a lot of value in that because I've gone through phases where I hated email marketing and I just couldn't get the hang of it. And now it doesn't even cross my mind. Like it doesn't even feel like additional work or like an extra platform that I have to go ahead and create content for because I just do it. Like I love it. It comes naturally, literally what was it today, this morning, I'm having a sales conversation for the mastermind right now. And the person that reached out and applied, they were saying that they're subscribed to my emails. And they just love how like casual, right? Like they said something about like how the copywriting is just so like, raw and like, personal and just like chill, as opposed to super like fake and structured and like, whatever, right? Like, it's just me. It's I just pop on there, I share whatever's on my mind, like whether that's some tips, value, I share behind the scenes of what's happening in the business like it really is kind of all over the place in the sense that there's no strict structure to email marketing the way that I do it it's so easy and so chill that I don't think about it I do it it clearly brings in people that are interested in now working with me so it works so it's worth my time so for me that's email right it's podcasting it's instagram now apparently it's reels and tiktok as I think I've mentioned before on the podcast I'm doing um 
like a exercise slash like an experiment where I'm comparing reels and TikTok to see which ones can get the better reach. And I'm keeping it very simple the way that I would want to create content as opposed to like dancing and like trying to bust my ass, trying to, I don't know, do cool transitions and different outfits and find the best like trending sounds. Like I'm not doing any of that. But anyway, that's like a whole different conversation. I'm using all these platforms. And for me, it doesn't even feel like a lot. Literally yesterday, I spent two and a half hours. I think it was almost in the morning. Like I took the morning off. And then around like 11 or so, I started doing my content. And in two and a half hours, I was done. And in that time, I released a podcast episode. I sent out an email. I created a post for my Instagram feed. I showed up on stories. I created and uploaded a reel. I also reshared that on TikTok. And did I do anything else? I'm not 100% sure. But in any case, I think if I counted right, that's six different pieces of content, right? Six different ways to market or to connect with my community and to promote my offers. Like, that's how simple it can be. Whereas in the past, when I wasn't feeling aligned with certain platforms, or I just wasn't feeling excited and inspired when it came to creating content, I used to sit on my phone for like a freaking hour trying to write one caption. And then once that was done, I would spend the next hour or hour and a half resharing all that and like adding a little bit more to my stories. So that was I guess that's so funny. I didn't plan this to be this way. That was two and a half hours just to create one piece of content and then share again, market again on stories. Like what the hell? That's a huge difference to go from two in two and a half hours to six pieces of content in two and a half hours. The same amount of time way different level of output, right? And that's what freaking happens when you let go of the shit that just isn't working for you anymore and you figure out how to make it work. Sometimes it's not so much the fact that the platform doesn't work for you, right? Like just because you hate Instagram doesn't mean Instagram isn't meant for you. It just means you're probably subscribing to all these rules and you're putting so much pressure on yourself to be perfect and to say the right thing that is causing Instagram to be so complicated and to feel so hard and intimidating, like you can't wrap your head around it. But once you start releasing that and working through those blocks and trying to figure out a way to create content that's more fun and easy And the more you do that, the more confident and comfortable you become with creating that content. And all of a sudden you're freaking badass creating content left, right, and center. And Instagram's your fucking bitch, right? Like that gets to be a reality for you too. Even if right now it doesn't feel like the platforms that you're using are good, they're a good fit for you, right? They can be, but it's all about simplifying, getting rid of what doesn't work and starting small, starting with one thing at a time until you're ready to expand and take that to the next level. That's it for this week's episode of the Fiercely Visible CEO podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at stephwharton underscore for more valuable content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts.